Welcome to episode seven of Bang on the Drum. Um, we're going to call this episode, don't call it a comeback because Mike is back uh, in the bang pong lead. Uh, this week's episode, we catch up on what we've been doing over the holidays. Got some spicy meatballs in there. Uh, new segment, Pat on the Ranch, is coming in hot. And then we go over the picks for the week, or we recap the picks from last week. We go over the picks for this week, and then we close it out with a little Rumple Fantasy 8. Want to say thank you guys for listening. We appreciated the support. And what do you got for Mike? Guys, we really appreciate you guys listening. And uh, we got the best Rumble Fantasy 8 of the year and the hottest take of the, the spiciest meatball of the year. So listen in. Roll it. This is Banging on the Drum. You're the one that looks like they're a member of the military more than I am. Yeah, so uh, kind of funny story. I asked for a medium fade and got a high and tight. So uh, oh, that's the way shit goes sometimes. I hate when that happens. You you can tell it on the first swipe, too. <laughs> like, you're like, this one's not going the way that I wanted to. Uh, so for me, she put a decent spot for her line, and I was like, okay. Like I can deal with it being right there, right? So has it at a decent like spot on the side of my head? And I'm like, if that's where the line stays, it'll be just fine. And then I get out of there and I'm like, that is right at the top. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I've I've gotten even higher than that before. So when I was in Stark, Florida or Camp Blanding for training. I went to this place called Harry Business. That should have been like my, nice. my, <laughs> my first sign that I might not be getting the haircut I wanted. But I, I was talking to this lady and you know how some, like I, I'm so bad at explaining like what I want for a haircut. Like they're like, Who do you want a little off the top? And I never know what to say. So I had it pretty good. Like at that point in time, like I was like low to medium fade, a half or whatever you can even go at zero but low to medium but this lady looked at my hair and she's like oh i know what you want and she's like i can see i can see what you got last time just by looking at your hair and i was like oh shit this is awesome like i don't even have to tell this lady like what i want for a haircut first line she ripped it up right to the top of the middle of my head she just like lined it up for it. I was so mad too. Like I, I don't get mad about like too many things and I'm better about my hair than, than I used to be. Cause I'll just be like, ah, oh, whatever. It'll grow back now. But like at that point in time, like I was like steaming mad from the minute she did it just cause she told me she knew and yeah. she most definitely did. Like I looked like a highly motivated Marine going into my class the next day, like everyone called me high and tight for like the next three weeks. Like that's <laughs> that the first day of class. No. So, okay. That's so cool. people knew. Well, and I think that like, yeah, that, that did make it better because I think if, if I walked into class with that haircut, they'd be like, Oh man, this guy is, is 
is serious. Yeah, <laughs> I do mean business. So high and tight was my nickname for the next couple of weeks with that one. You look good. And like, maybe I have a different expectation because of where I got my haircut originally. My first real good haircut came when I was at Leavenworth. They cut hair all day, every day, all military cuts. So like if you go in and ask for a specific type of cut, they know exactly what they're putting on your head, right? And I don't know that sports clips is that. I get that they cut hair every day, but they cut all kinds of hair. Yeah. No, I I think those are pretty hit and miss, like whether you're going to have have someone that knows what's up and doesn't, but well, whatever. How was your Christmas slash birthday? Everything was good. Nobody died. Nobody didn't have to call the ambulance or nothing this year. Everything's good. How, how does it go like celebrating Christmas and your birthday on the same day? Like, did it suck as a kid? Or was it no? So fun? my parents were my parents were really good. They they separated them pretty pretty well. So we celebrated Jesus' birthday on a different day because you know because yours was the twenty fifth. You pushed yeah. it back to the twenty sixth. Yeah, or like usually, like we would go to mass on Christmas Eve. I guess Christmas Eve or the twenty third, we'd open like family gifts, and then. Christmas day was my day, right? So that, that didn't belong to Jesus anymore. <laughs> that That's funny to me. Like, I would think you guys would have done like the opposite, but no. Yeah, they, you're changing. No. <laughs> you, you had the family over, like the aunts and uncles over for your birthday, not for Christmas. Uh, yeah, we did. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> that's awesome. So in, in our family, it works like, at least when I was a kid, it was always the Saturday before would be one family Christmas, New Year's Eve or Christmas Eve would be one family Christmas. And then my birthday would be on Christmas day. So everybody would come, anybody that could, right. Would come They, but it was never expected. That it was an obligation, right? Because other people got other sides of families going on doing shit. That's, that's pretty funny to me that your birthday I mean, damn, they made you important. My parents did a really good job with it. I think there's a lot of places or people that don't do a good job with it, right? Like they forget about a kid's birthday or whatever because it's around that same time frame. And that's tough to deal with. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think you would care that much if... Uh, maybe. So I might be like resentful now, but the other thing is I wouldn't have known any different. So if they just said, Hey, we're celebrating your birthday every year on the 23rd. Yeah. I would have never known. That's true. They uh, could have told me my birthday was not the 25th and I could have like learned that when I'm applying <laughs> for my first job. <laughs> yeah. So did you get your kids anything good? Baby yeah, guy. so my daughter really likes to ski, so we got her some ski stuff, like helmets and stuff like that. She has her own skis already, but um, so we got her a helmet and some goggles. So we'll be doing a lot of that this winter. And then they've been really excited about playing Crash Bandicoot. Ooh, that's a good one. The OG, See, I, don't think, new. 
No, so I think it's all the three old ones. Okay, are all on okay. this one disc. But I think, but I don't think I ever played that game. I loved it. That was like one of the first ones to come out for PlayStation. Like I think, like when you bought a PlayStation, it came. You know how some, they usually came with like a controller and a game. I feel like that was yeah. the one that came with the PlayStation that I bought at least. So my PlayStation did not come with that game. I don't remember what game mine came with. I remember the first game that I owned was like a WWF game or something like that, or WCW, one of the two. But uh, tossing off some stunners at a young age. Yeah, but the boys, like, all I got to do is get them, like, an action figure, and they're, like, all about it. Yeah. What? So what are the ages again? You probably went over eight, this. Yeah, probably, like, five times. No, eight, four, and two. What do you guys do down there? Is it the is oh. there things that they do differently? I mean, the weather's amazing. So, so yeah. Like, I was at a pool party on Christmas. Just shit face. So, so I'd never met. Gabby's brother and his fiance, his fiance before. So they took a bus from Brasilia to Hibanon. Hibanin Pizza is what I call it. I changed the name of the city. People have been loving that too. And then, so, <laughs> so their bus arrived like an hour away and we had to go pick them up, drive an hour to get them at like, uh, what was it? It was like, I think we left at 5 30 in the morning to get there at 6 30 in the morning but like no no issues like we were super excited to see them so excited to go get them and then we got them drove back to the house they spent 12 hours i think it's a 12 hour bus ride yeah uh but i guess they got like comfier buses here or something like lean twos but they, they kind of got screwed out of the lean too so so whatever they were tired but anyways we got back we started drinking immediately, like catching up. Well, I don't even know if you call it catching up if I've never met them before, but meeting them, they were super cool, super yeah. nice. And then, yeah, so then, then we're rolling from that point. And then one of Gabby's friends in town was like, hey, we're having a Christmas party. Like, you want to come over? And she, we were like, oh, let's go over there for an hour because it was one of the one of the girls she didn't get to catch up with yet since she's been back. But we were already pretty drunk. Well, I was pretty drunk when we rolled over there, and then then they were just amazing. Like I, I was pretty sure I was speaking fluent Portuguese like in the night uh, while I was there, but but no, definitely not. Like it was one of those next days I woke up and I was like, what did I do? Like. It was so much fun, though. So, so yeah, I, I would say they, they did a little different, like, because, I mean, we were at a party on Christmas. Yeah, it, it was fun. I have no complaints. It was amazing. I could do Christmas down here, but uh, we'll see how that, that rotation goes. I think we're going to do Wisconsin, Brazil, Florida. So next year is going to be Florida. So last year we did Wisconsin. This year's Brazil. Florida, then we'll roll it back to Wisconsin, Brazil, Florida. Um, but back, back and forth. So so we're coming to the end here, traveling back tomorrow. Um, we're recording this on what is it, Tuesday night? So yeah. So yeah, flight Tuesday the 28th. 
So flight tomorrow, and then we'll be back. So I am looking forward to getting back, seeing the dogs. The dogs and the cat are, they, they probably think our dog watcher owns them now. So they'll just disown you? Yeah, I hope not. I'm kind of worried about it. I seen a dog today that really made me miss, miss my dogs. But yeah, we went on. Uh, I'm kind of veering off the path here. But anyways, we, we went out to another Christmas today. It was at, a, they call it a Sichu. It's like a farm. I, I don't know exactly how to, it, it's like, say, if you had a cabin out in the woods. But we turned off on like a gravel road, but they don't really have gravel. But it, it was, a, so like, you know, when you're in Wisconsin, you turn off on like a gravel road to get out to like someone's place. Like maybe it's a mile like that you're driving on a gravel road dude i think it was 15 kilometers so nine miles on just like the bumpiest rockiest road like i'm surprised like normal cars get out to this point like it, it was like a four-wheel trail out to it but anyways great time out there too so so nothing but good times in brazil for christmas so loving it and then we have New Year's around the corner. You got any New Year's resolutions? We're going to do Mike's New Year's resolutions. I'm going to do my one. And then we're going to do New Year's resolutions for the show. Oh, for the show. I like that. Uh, so I do the same one pretty much every year. I don't want to drink soda. I'm, so when were you guys back? You guys were back in early November? Um. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Cause they are 11, 11. I think our engagement party was on the 12th of November. So yeah. At that point I was probably at 190 ish pounds by, so deer hunting starts like the 20th of November. So it's been like a month. I'm probably up 25 pounds right now. Yeah. No, it's I, I can ridiculous. I and it's a, predominantly due to sun drop monster and eating everything inside <laughs> i like how much you like monster too like oh I can god do, it's silly i could do like one monster a week and that's like if i just really needed it but but i can just taste it when you talk about it and i don't think i like monster anymore so i drink i mostly don't drink like the traditional like the green one, right? That that yeah. thing like is a different. That's a different animal when that you drink a nose. Sweet. Yeah, I like the mango. It's like the Day of the Dead one, the Day of the Day of Muertes or whatever. Yeah, uh, it's a mango one, and then there's a uh, lemonaded tea, which is like a recovery one, and those are both pretty good. A little more subtle. Yeah, I, I, had a, I don't I know would, if they're more subtle, but I like them. Yeah, I had a tough time like drinking anything diet slash like those things. Um, but anyways, your resolution. So you gained 25 pounds. I assume you're going to say lose 25 pounds. Yeah, so the idea is to go back on the diet I was on like for the two or three months previous to running into you again, which is uh, clean for three weeks and five days. And then a weekend I can eat what I want. 
And by clean, I would mean uh, no soda, no like juice, like sugary drinks at all. And then meat, veggies, and maybe fruit. Usually just meat and veggies is all I'll do. That's pretty strict. You can drink some beers though, right? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I have my own rules and beer falls into that rule. So the tough part is like, I really like Mike's hard lemonade. So sweet drinks are a real downfall for me. They're your hard lemonades though. Yeah. Yep. They are. (laughs) So I should be able to drink them, but I can't because if I start drinking them, I like to drink them. So I'll drink, they have like a 32 ounce can or something like that. And I'll drink those sometimes. Next day you, you see Mike wakes up naked with a half-eaten piece of pizza in his hand on his couch once he gets into the Mike's hard lemonade or his oh. his hard lemonade. Yeah, I, I don't have much for I just want to be able to touch my toes slash tie my shoes without making a noise. That sounds like it hurts. So that's a good one. That that's all I got for that. But then then for the show, I'll um I'll kick off. So I want to have up to 20 Twitter followers by the end of the year. So by the end of this year or by the end of next year, <laughs> next 2023, year. are we talking 2023 or yeah. 2022? Yep. I want to have three more Twitter followers. Oh, we must have gained one. I was only aware we were at 16. Yep, we're at 17. We're blowing up, guys. So you're you're on this rocket ship at the beginning if you're listening right now. But 17 Twitter followers, so that's what's up. And then I want to make the outro song even better than it already is. So I'm going to play with that a little bit more. Um, a new verse, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to play around with something. So what do you got? For the show, I would like to see us get to like a hundred listeners an episode. See, I, I would just say a hundred listeners for total one, one episode. So okay, our, yeah, our, there you go. That's good. Our Chris Jackie one, I thought was going to do it, um, but it hasn't. So. It, it's, it still trickles in when I'm looking at the analytics. Like there'll, there'll be like one person that listens to it like every four days or something like that. So I think it's up to like 69 on the nose. Um, just, so, so just on Chris's. Yeah. 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 So I think okay. like total with all the shows we're at like 250. A lot better than I expected at this point. Me too. Have you seen the new Ghostbusters movie yet? No. Which Ghostbusters are we talking about? The This new Ghostbusters movie is amazing. If you haven't seen it yet, it was great. But there's a little kid named Podcast on there. He said he didn't hit his stride until his 48th episode. So so we still got 41 episodes and to hit our stride. So I, I think how... Ooh, so by... Like, by next year sometime, we might actually have a decent episode to put out. Yep, yep. This time yep. next year, we might have done one good episode in that time. Yeah. We'll get a guest and maybe not step on their 
step on there talking like we did to Chris Jackie the whole time. I like when we have Keel on, we were like very respectful. More respectful. Like, <laughs> we have Chris Jackie on, we start talking about stuff that I'm sure he didn't want, want to talk about. He'll be talking and we'll talk over him. But we're learning, so, guys. We're learning. To be, yeah, that's what I was going to say. To be fair, during that, that's the first interview we've ever done. Yeah. I still want to. So I kept the video of that one because there's like a funny clip. So Mike rolls into the interview 15, 15 minutes late. I'm trying to hold Chris Jackie off. And then, like, then I'm like, okay, I'm just going to have to start this because. Um, whatever. And then right when I start the recording, do the intro, Mike rolls in and we're like, Hey, and Chris was really good. He was like, Oh, Hey Mike, how's it going? And Mike's just like chugging a beer. Like <laughs> looks, looks just, like he's trying yeah. to calm his nerves. I love it. I definitely was. I definitely was. <laughs> oh, that was funny to me. So so what do we got? So 20 Twitter followers, one episode with a hundred listeners, better outro, improve the outro song. That's, that's what we got coming to you next year. Unless Mike's got another one. Three, three athletes, D one or higher two. Three athletes, D one or higher. So yeah, I think that's manageable. Um, I won't count Chris. So like, I think he's an anomaly. The fact that we got him on like the first ask, like, was super awesome. Yeah, yeah, I've been getting shot down slash not replied to real fast with with uh, my next four asks or so. So I think that we're asking some pretty big names too. Yeah, yeah, for, not that for not us. that Chris isn't, but yeah. No, I, I was very impressed. Yeah, he was good. He was good to us. So, so thanks to him again. Um, but yeah, okay. Three athletes, 20 Twitter followers, 100 listeners on one episode. I think we can do it. And just a heads up, next episode, I think it's going to be real good. This one, uh, we, we're not bringing anybody in, but next episode, I don't even think Mike knows what, what we're getting into. But we got, we got some surprises for you next episode. So we will roll into segment one, the people's favorite, Mike's spicy meatballs. Other than their meatballs weren't spicy enough for the people last week, is what I was told. Oh, yeah, that's, that's fair. Those were not spicy meatballs. Uh, so I actually think that I have one that is fairly spicy for this one. I think that NFL teams are intentionally getting COVID uh, prior to the playoffs. To rest they people? Are, what's that? What was for what purpose? I guess so that they don't have to test during the playoffs. Ooh, that is a spicy so, meatball. I think that I shouldn't say I think they're doing this. I think it is a good possibility that you're trickling out 10 to 12 guys on your team that are testing positive for COVID each of the last two weeks in order to kind of get your roster ready for the playoffs. 
where they don't need to be tested. There's no way they're going to be sitting out a game. They're not going to be like having issues with their star quarterback going out or their star wide receiver or a huge defensive tackle. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of smart, actually. Who, who do the Packers just – I was just trying smart. to look up. So Packers it's smart had... unless somebody gets actually sick. Yeah. Yeah, I always forget about that part, Coleman. <laughs> Which is I think that it would be – I think it would be rare for, like, a super athlete to get exceptionally sick from what, what we've seen anyway. Yeah. However – I don't think that it's impossible. So I'm trying to think. So like, how, how would you pull this off? So you get one person, you know, has COVID and say like, Hey, whole offense, let's go in this room. We're all close contacts. And then whatever, you got to try to beat the Vikings with your B team. And then it, yeah. So whatever. I don't think there's, I, I think there's no, I, I think, think you would. actually have to test positive. So that would be the tough part. But if team doctors are the ones running the test, you could be lying about test results. Yeah. Yeah. I right? think so, that, that is a spicy meatball. Yeah. I don't think that's happening. But I, I do so, think there's something smart about what you're saying. So I should rephrase that. I don't know. Like, I don't know that I think they're doing that. I think it is definitely a possibility. That they could. Yeah. If I was running a billion dollar corporation, I might like float the idea. Like, hey, you know, if you guys don't <laughs> actually believe in this shit, like let's fucking let's fucking do it. You know, but make some things happen. Any it, I I like that one. I think the people are gonna Mike's back that, on a spicy meatball. That's a spicy meatball, but I don't have any conviction for that. Like spicy <laughs> right. So if somebody would be like, you're fucking a terrible person for thinking people would do that. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, maybe they don't do that. It was just a thought that I had, like, what if they're doing this on purpose, right? Like just floating 10 guys down there to make sure that, you know, Baker Mayfield is available for the first round of the playoffs. Oh man. They might not want to do that. <laughs> that was, they might not even be making the playoffs. But do you have another spicy meatball? Uh, Yeah. So I think wide receivers in the NFL are the new running backs. So everybody has kind of been shitting on running backs or a dime a dozen. You can get one anytime you want. That's what wide receivers are. They are the – everybody's good. Everybody's good enough. Yeah. They need to be an elite-level wide receiver to be productive in the NFL. I think there's still a lot of value to having somebody who's very, very good, but there's probably five teams in the NFL that have top 20 guys. And I don't know if that's because their quarterbacks are really, really good. Their offensive structure is really, really good or the wide receivers are good. I don't think it's that the wide receivers are good. Yeah. I I mean, we'll, We'll get into some of the game recaps, but just hearing that for the first time, like there, there's some precedence to it because the Bears have like an absolute like dog shit quarterback situation. 
And then that Darnell Mooney is just an absolute stud. So that's the one that stands out to me. But yeah, I remember when that twist happened in the NFL, like, like when, when would you say that was? Like, I feel like the Chiefs kind of did it when they were going like Priest Holmes, Larry Johnson. Anybody the Chiefs were throwing out there was the next best fantasy back to have just because their system was set up for that, which, yeah, kind of led to, I don't know if I would say it led to, but like, then you know, your six-year running back career. I mean, the Packers, what we won the Super Bowl with Starks and Grant, and then seemed like we just rolled out new running backs. I can't Eddie remember Lacey was probably the longest. Yeah. Yeah, he was good for for a good stretch there. Yeah. Um, so the Broncos did it forever in the 90s, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So they had somebody before um Davis. Because how did that trade had... go? They went to they went they, the blockbuster one. Um Champ Bailey for it was big running back. And his name's escaping me right now. Uh to uh, the Washington football team. Yeah, that is Clinton Portis. Clinton Portis, yeah. Clinton Portis for Champ Bailey. So yeah, the Broncos were wait, how which who got who? Yeah, no, yeah. The Broncos ended up getting Champ Bailey and dishing out Clinton Portis. Clinton Portis. Yep. Yeah. And then they rolled right into I think it was like Orlando Gary or something like that. Ron Danny Gary was in. He had a hundred yard game up there. Yep. But Kubiak system, who was the um, offensive coordinator under Shanahan, just allowed for backs to be very, very good. And I think that's what wide receivers are now. So, and it's because of what offense shifted to in probably 2007, 2008 timeframe in the NFL is that you threw the ball way, way more. And teams like the Patriots used their short passing game like their running game. So as soon as they lost um, Dylan, Dylan, Corey Dylan, okay, yeah. As soon as they lost him, their running it, their rushing attack was never really like dominant after that. That I can remember. They used guys like Wes Welker and their running backs very effectively. Yeah, outside of the year that they had Moss. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I'm curious if people will think that's that spicy. Um, uh, so they might. So I it, just it, it's that, an interesting take, but yeah. Yeah. Cause now wide receivers don't have the value that they used to. Yeah. If you're coming out of college and you're producing, and five of you are producing every year coming out of college, you're not. You're not that valuable. Yeah. Yeah. Just a surplus of talent at the wide receiver position is what we're seeing, which is driving the value of wide receivers down. Yeah. That makes perfect yeah. sense. Which I think is what happens with running backs. There's so many good athletes playing running back that you can say, have your top two guys go out, which the Browns did and have a third guy come in and rush for like 150 yards. Yeah. Chubb's not their third guy. No, uh, that Dearness Johnson. Oh, okay. Gotcha. 
I think, right? Something like that. Yeah. It might not be Johnson. It's D. Ernest, I think, that was his first name. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Those are Mike's spicy meatballs for the week. No, I got one more. Oh, damn. Three spicy meatballs. You guys are lucky this week. Now, take into account that I think I have a hatred for Mac Jones. Davis Mills is the best quarterback drafted in this class. Ooh. That's Davis. a long-term spicy meatball. Yeah, that, that's going to be a hard one to pay off. I'm even trying to figure out what who was he was playing for Houston this weekend. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's he had a hell, he had a hell of a game. I got some notes yep. when we get get down to that. Um, because all right, let's go. So we got Lawrence, we got Wilson, and we got Mills. Who am I missing? You got Lawrence Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin oh, Lance. Fields, Mac Jones, Mills. There's a guy that went to where did Mills to? But we will never see him. Where did Mills go to college? Do you know? I want to say that he went to Stanford. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know offhand. So Mills is the best quarterback in this draft class. I feel like that's such a crapshoot because I couldn't even tell you. Um, I think I would go easy answer. I think Mac Jones is going to be it uh, just because, I mean, how well he's doing already. Um, And then on top of it, if Bill Belichick's his coach for the long term, like. So do you think Bill Belichick is a coach long term? He's like 70. Yeah, who who knows? Uh, he looks good to me, I guess, but I don't look at Bill Belichick all the time. So I guess I see him on the sidelines, and he looks fine to me. I would have never guessed he's 70, but I'm, I'm sure he's damn near 70 if he isn't. Right. If he isn't 70, he's fucking close. I want to say that he's been coaching in the NFL for 50 years. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, that surprises the shit out of me. How does anybody coach for 50 years? Oh, speaking of uh, uh, great coaches, do you see uh, Madden passed away today? Oh, I, no, I didn't, dude. I'm in Brazil. I missed some stuff. I, I'd seen there was a documentary so I, about him that came out. Anyway, Bill Belichick's 69. But so John it must Madden, not be 50 years. Yeah, since he was 19. Right. I doubt he was coaching at 19. We'll give him 40 years. So when did he become the coach of the Browns? I have no clue, dude. I because he was a, he was the defensive coordinator on Bill Parcells' staff for the Giants. So this is a little hint that we got coming for you. So next episode, I think we're gonna have our our Jamie, and it's not gonna be Pat being Jamie. So we're gonna have someone to look this stuff up to fact check us on this stuff. But, yeah, I do not know when Bill Belichick became the coach of the Browns. I want to say it was like – this This might be stupid, real stupid. But I want to say it was like – because when did the Browns leave for Baltimore? We're right – uh, So I, I, I want to say the Browns came back in 99. So maybe okay. like 95, 96? 
I, and I feel like it was that it was like before the Browns left and came back. So whenever that would be, I think it was like pretty much the same. Like, I think he was a coach that happened and he wasn't a coach or something. Yeah. Something, something like that. So yeah, he's been there since. Yeah. And then I'm sure he had lower level coaching and stuff. Um, We'll, we'll, we'll get well, for, He was for sure. I shouldn't say for, he was for sure on Parcel's staff for the Giants Super Bowl, which would have been in the 80s. Okay. All right. Well, he's been there a long time. So we got that. So spicy meatballs of the week. Let's recap them. I already forgot. So wide receivers are the new running backs. That was number two. What was number one? Yep. Uh, COVID. Oh yeah, the the COVID parties, uh, teams are throwing for the playoffs to get ready, and then then uh, I forgot the last one already. We just da- went down. Davis Mills. Davis oh, Mills is the best QB, best quarterback. Okay, all right. Green assault. I hate Mac Jones. Have no reason to hate Mac Jones, but I do. I can't change the way I feel. Yeah, that's probably see, not true. But see, I like him ever since I seen him. Uh, Oh, this is going to sound bad. I called myself before I said it, but I'll just say it. So uh, when I, after he won the championship and he had his shirt off and he like looked chubby and had some titties. Like, yeah, I was you were like, into that, huh? Yeah, I loved it. I was like, dang, this, guy, <laughs> this guy's got some titties. But <laughs> um, just but, wants to play with his nipples. Yes, I, I did. But like, he just looked like uh, a dude. I like that for some reason. Made me feel like I was the quarterback of Alabama that won the championship. Um, you weren't. Uh, yeah, but I looked like that with my shirt off. <laughs> so, so, so we're good. Now we are going into a new segment. I think I hinted at it in the first episode ever, but this is a quick one uh, before we start recapping some games. So Pat on the ranch. So soon we're going to have a graphic and it's going to be me wearing cowboy stuff or you or no we're gonna have a bottle of ranch with cowboy boots and a cowboy hat and it's called pat on the ranch but anyways my i call it a spicy meatball last week that that uh brazil i'm gonna bring ranch to brazil so we found ranch in brazil and i showed i gave it to the people oh and they loved it so i'm gonna I'm going to retire just fine. I'm just going to. So it was a wishbone ranch. It was good. Yeah. And we had good stuff to dip in it. Anyways, people in Brazil love ranch and they don't even know it yet. So I'm going to be rich. No one steal that idea because that's my, that's my jackpot. There you go. Then do you got anything else before we roll into recapping how you whooped my ass this week and took the lead in the bing bong count and then I did the bing bong math wrong and I'm gonna have to go back in a in a thing and look at what the bing bong count's really at. You went early, <laughs> right? What's that? <clears throat> you did it early. So I wouldn't have been up plus 50. So I should be up 150, I think. You're up 130 on the week. I, I did so I did the math for this week wrong. I think the total big bot count is off. Um, but oh, okay. 
I didn't write it down. So it's in, it's in a tweet that is probably wrong. I think I'm up like, I think I had, I'm up 620 and you're up 820, but I think I'm actually only up like 400 or 500. Yeah. 520, whatever. Yeah. No, I just did the math right now. So yeah, I'm only up 520 and I think you're up to eight something. So you took a pretty decent lead. But yeah, not the best week for either of us. Not the best week for either of us. Uh, you were at least still in the green. You went nine, seven, and one. You hit the Monday night game. We were going to do this before Monday night. Mike hits his double dog three weeks in a row. Man, you're a double dog eating champion. You gotta you gotta reconsider what you're doing for the fourth of July because hot dog eating competitions might be your thing. So Mike's up plus. I considered going to Coney Island just because I hit my double dog. That would have been the best choice you made all week. Yeah. If you, if you go to Coney Island and tell them you listen to uh, banging on the drum, they give you a 3% discount. So keep that in mind. So Mike is up, <laughs> up 130 bing bongs on the week. And then I took a complete shit this week. I went 610 and one, and I missed my double dog. I was at negative 500 big bongs for the week. So what's your hand up for? So just take a pause. So I think <laughs> uh, you should, t- instead of saying the 3% discount, you should just tell people that like, the joke should be if you go to Coney Island and you tell them that you listen to banging on the drum, they'll give you absolutely fucking nothing. But you should go there anyway. <laughs> We're keeping all this in. So even even <laughs> with even with your cut, the only thing we're going to cut out of that is the pause. So so <laughs> if if you go to Coney Island and you tell them that you listen to banging on the drum, yeah, they won't give you shit. But but hopefully one day we'll be giving out real double 3% discounts. Yeah. 3% discounts. All right. I'm going to roll into this week. Um, We're going to try to make this episode fairly quick for you guys. So first game we had on the docket was 49ers minus three and a half at the Titans. Titans win 20 to 17. Mike was right. Pat was wrong. My only, my question for you is who do you think you'd rather have? Jimmy G or Ryan T as your quarterback leading your team. I think this game answered it. I wrote that after when I was recapping the games, that was like my, my first thing. Cause like they seemed fairly even to me, but then after I watched this game, I had my clear answer. I mean, it might be pretty obvious. after I say that. I think so. I think that Tannehill's less of a fuck. Yeah. 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 Right? He thinks he – I don't think he has the confidence that Jimmy G does, right? So Jimmy G has the confidence to make certain throws that he shouldn't probably have the confidence to make. Yeah. And to me, that game came down to him thinking – doing exactly what you said, uh, maybe a little overconfident. But anyways, it came down to Jimmy G making mistakes and Ryan Tannehill not making mistakes. And Yeah. I, that's why the Titans won and the Niners lost. I think that that those two guys are both quarterbacks you never want. Yeah, yeah. And, and 
I know you suggested that for a topic, but I think that's a topic for a different week. But I think we'll we'll have a good good show where we go over quarterbacks that you can't cut, yeah. but might be more of a curse than than a blessing to have on your team. Um, you got anything else for that game? Like Debo Samuel, that that dude looks like a freak to tackle. But I mean, that might be in your wide receiver category as the new running back. I mean, I know he runs the ball right running back, and that's not your point, but like, but man, he's good. To be fair, they got two of them. Both those teams have two elite level wide receivers. Talent. Yeah. Brandon IU can do the same things that Samuel does, right? Yeah. They're both freaks. And then on the other side of that coin, you have A.J. Brown and Julio Jones on the same team. Yeah. Which is a ridiculous – like, that wide receiving room, if you gave that – if you put another piece with Devontae Adams and the Packers wide receiver room that was like that, I yeah. – I would be scared to face them. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's why Aaron Rodgers is the MVP. And I think that is very clear after this week. We know, we know who the MVP so, in the league is. The thing about him being so valuable is that he has realized during this year that he doesn't have time. He can't scramble and make time. Not because he can't move, but because his offensive line isn't great. So what does he decide to do? He decides to just get rid of the ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's getting rid of the ball super quick so that his line looks way better. Because who's the who's the beast on um, on the Browns? Ripped off. Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett, yeah. They had, they had a play where he was in the backfield like one second, 1.2 seconds, and Rodgers – Got the ball away. I mean, I don't think he completed it, but whatever. He didn't get hit either. I, and, and that, I think was the the pass that Devonte dropped. Yeah. Yep. You're right. I we'll think get, that was that pass. We'll get. So he should have completed that. <laughs> We're getting the Packers minute in already. Um, we should have a Packers minute after every game. Yeah, that we could do that. But yeah. Anyways, Mike won the first game by taking the Titans, and I lost by taking. 49ers. So this is going to be a common theme throughout this one. So next game, we have Mike's double dog. Mike picks the Colts at the Cardinals. Cardinals were minus one. I will say Mike picks the weakest double dog of all double dogs, but, but he hits them. He hits them. He does hit them. Colts win 22 to 16. Mike wins. Pat loses. My only theory in that game, I thought it was a trap. Like I definitely thought the Colts were a better team than the Cardinals going in. But I thought somebody out there knew something I did. The Colts look very, very good right now. It is. Yeah, they're, I think so. Mike picked them pretty early, per se. When, what week did we start this? Week 12, 13? Yeah, something like that. Mike picked them to be in the Super Bowl. So I think that's a good pick. Yeah. Uh, the the only things I got in the game, I know I say the only things, but Kyler Murray looks crazy fast in the open field. I don't know if it's just because he's so little or if he actually is really fast. It, he actually is really fast, but it's it's weird to see someone now that'll run so so fast. And and Wentz 
I don't know, man. I don't know. He definitely pooped his pants six times this year. But his willingness to Might lower, not have been last week, though. Yeah. No, no, no. Last week, he didn't look like he did. He was lowering his shoulders, running into people. I think if he had pooped his pants, he wouldn't be able to lower his shoulders so much because we just feel weird in there to run and lower his shoulders like, with the so, big poop in there. I think Wentz is in that same boat. Sometimes he gets overconfident. He feels like he can do whatever he wants on a football field which I probably for most of his life, he has been able to do absolutely anything. But when you're getting taken down by, you know, a guy like Miles Garrett and you're trying to throw a pass, all these guys are super athletes. They're going to take advantage of you doing stupid shit. Yeah. And he hasn't had to worry about that as much in the past. He still allows himself to do things like that, that very easily could cost the Colts game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, if he doesn't make mistakes, they keep giving the ball to Jonathan Taylor. Um, I, I think they're going to be good to go. Um, my one play from that game that I don't see why more teams do. Uh, did you see when they did the, the guy pretends to catch the punt on one side of the field? So, like, the whole, the whole team runs to get him, but the guy actually catches it on the other side of the field. I don't know. That seems to every time they, I don't know what that would even be called. It's not a fake punt, like a fake punt return. Like the guy pretends like he's going to catch it on one side of the field, but a guy catches on it. Seems to work fairly well. I would do that. That's in my notebook. Packers need to do that once in the playoffs. They can't do anything right on special teams. They probably shouldn't do that at all. That's that's fair, but but if you like to solve that problem, you would just do a like we're kicking to this side. Yeah, right. So on the return side of it, if you said, "All right, we're going to have the punter kick to the right hash," yeah. unless it's really fucked up, everybody should be running to that right hash. Yeah, but and so that game fun. had to have been played in a dome. It's either in Arizona or in. Indy. Yeah. It was in- Must be in Arizona. That's why they're favored. Yeah. It was at the Cardinals. So there's no like real issue that you put it up in there and it gets blown across the field. Yeah. Unless they train their fans really good. Like, <laughs> there you go. Fan, like the fans are all fan and then they turn fans on. So it's like you got. Two sorts of fans pushing the ball. Or may, maybe all of the fans just blew. They were like, yeah, you know, to move that ball across the field. That was a good idea. Yeah. So good job. Good job, Cardinals fans on that one. Um, you did. It. All right. So next one. We're going to get through this one in less than a minute, I swear. Lions at Falcons. Falcons are minus four. Falcons win. 20 to 16, and it's a push. They kiss their sister on this one. The only thing I got is Jack Fox, the Lions punter, threw an absolute dime on a fake punt. I was, was paying attention to punts this week. So, so that was good. And I think the Falcons, yeah, they, they're still alive. They, they moved to seven and eight, but which surprises me. Uh, I think I said last week they beat the teams they're not or that they're supposed to beat, and they get killed 
by teams that they're not supposed to yeah. win against. Did you so, hear? So when I was watching that game, they said the Lions are one and eight in one score games. I didn't go back and look at the one score games, but I can't believe they have nine one score games this year. Yeah, I mean, so but one of them is the Niners, who are up forty to ten on them and gave up twenty three points in the fourth quarter or something like that. Okay, that was Week One. They lost by eight to the Niners. Yeah, I but guess. that was a comeback game. Now. That also happened with the Ravens, who they got beat on a like a sixty-yard field goal, and then it happened with the Vikings. They beat them on a last-second field goal. They had opportunities to win games, and they just didn't. Right, or they gave up that opportunity late. So, all right, that's all we got for Lions at Falcons. So next game we that's have, all we should have. That yeah. one the fucking trash. Yeah, we probably gave them. We probably gave them a little more time than they needed. Next game we have. I just thought of another um, uh, a New Year's resolution for the show. What's that? Less than three hundred fucks per person. Ooh, that year. That's easy for me. I I cut it out. I, I've heard I've heard like four from you this episode, but but I already. Man, I, I missed at least three of them. <laughs> yeah. No, no, they just flow off your tongue. They're actually Oh yeah. They're, they're good. They're, you, you don't need to you don't need to worry. I'll take I'll take whatever you leave on the table too for next okay. Sweet. So you got 600. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I'll give me 50 for a year and you can have 550. So perfect. So next game we have Giants at the Eagles. Eagles are minus 10. Eagles just whooped the living shit out of the Giants. Uh, Eagles win 34 to 10. We both win. And the Eagles are fun to watch when they play a bad team. They're fun to watch again. Yeah. With Hurts back uh, against a bad team. Right. Hurts, Hurts is a pretty electric, especially against bad teams, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to look up the – Eagles record right now, but I'm not going to. I got to start writing those in my notes. Um, anyways, next game we got is Jaguars at the Jets. I marked this. The Jets were minus two. I marked this as my double dog, and I lost. Mike picked the Jets. Or no, you picked the Jaguars too. No, you. Did I pick the Jags? I think you did, but you no, didn't. I... You did. I thought I had the Jets, but I whatever. Can, I can fake fact check. Yeah, no, actually, I can't fact check you. Oh, no, I can. Uh, yeah, we both picked the Jets, so <clears throat> you were wrong. We were both wrong. Uh, Zach Wilson had a 50-yard run. That was pretty sweet. The Barrios, the kick returner, he had a hell of a game. And, yeah, he was one of the receivers, I think, that stood out to me when you said – that yeah, the, like the receivers are the new running backs. It's burials. Like he looked, he looked pretty shifty. Like he was, and he was, he was. Oh, go ahead. He was very good early in the year, fantasy wise. I shouldn't say very good. So I'm in a 16 team league for fantasy, and he was definitely a guy that was. You could pick up in that league. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's a 
Yeah. People. People do it. Sorry, I keep stepping on you. I was trying to point to let you know. But anyways, he was my early front runner for the the special teams BJ of the week. I forgot. I'm still tossing on BJs. Don't worry about it, guys. Best jobs. I'm going to have a special teams best job, uh, offensive BJ, and a defensive BJ of the week. So we're just not giving out BJs every game. We tossed out a few too many BJs last week. <laughs> And yeah, but anyways, that's all I got. That's got a sore throat. You had to take a COVID test. Now. <laughs> oh, dude, you should see the COVID test on here. Like it is nothing like in the state. So we're getting ready to come back. Holy cow, man. They, they mugged me. Like they touched my brain. They need to scoop out a sample of your brain, apparently through your, through your mouth and then through your both nostrils, not just one nostril both nostrils and your mouth and they put it in your nose first and then they put it down your throat afterwards so you get to taste your own snot well you're used to it going from straight from your b-hole to your mouth so you're good (laughs) well i don't get that joke but all right we'll move on we'll move on all right, so next game we had Bucks minus 10 and a half at the Panthers. Bucks hammer the Panthers 32 to 6. Um, we were both on that game. It I, I don't know what happened to the Bucks last week. It just looks like Sean Payton has their number, but yeah, they completely dominated the Panthers, which surprised neither of us, I don't think. So I think the Saints defense gives Tom Brady real problems. And I don't know if it's the pass rush or like how they like function there, but their Saints defense give them real problems and real problems that very few other teams give. And the Panthers just don't. Yeah, it seems like they have the Saints, Sean Payton, whatever defense coordinator defense. Yeah. Does seems to have the Bucks number. All right, so we'll move on to the next game. We had Chargers minus 10 at the Texans. I think this was the most surprising game of the week. Uh, Texans win 41 to 29. Both of us are losers. Your boy Davis Mills goes off. Mike's uh, best quarterback. Rex Burkhead goes off. Um, do you like were people out for the Chargers? I, I don't know. Because I mean, they had the Chiefs dead to rights last week. Like we said, they would just kick some field goals instead of go for it on fourth and fourth and goal from the seven. It yeah. seemed like they, they would have beat the chiefs and then they come out and just get hammered by your boy, Davis Mills in, in the Texans. I think to some extent it's a let off game, right? It is a game that, Oh, you know, we should have won this last game. Let's roll in here. And it won't take as much effort to win this game because they're not the chiefs. Yeah. And you come out, Flat and you get fucking stomped. There's another one. Yeah, I'll never make it under five fifty. <laughs> you know, we'll we'll train you. We'll get a shock collar from <laughs> that I can have access to. Yeah, but but you got anything else on that game? No. Nope. Okay, no. we'll roll on. Roll on. Uh, Bills at the Patriots. Patriots were minus two and a half. Of course, 
Pats win 33. Oh, wait, what? Bills win. Bills win yeah. 33 to 21. Mike wins. Pat loses. Mike is never going to pick the Patriots to win. So that one was pretty, pretty obvious. I think there was another one of our field goals in that game from fourth and goal from the five yard line. The read option with uh, Allen is deadly. I seen in that game. That guy is tough to tackle on the goal line. But what you got, Mike? Sorry, I rambled. I might actually pick uh, the Patriots at some point. I think they play the Jets coming up. Okay. So okay. I might do that. But right. this is what I expected if the weather isn't bad in Buffalo, though, too. I expect the Patriots to not be able to compete offensively with the Bills. Yeah, that yeah, makes sense. So I was getting, I think I got a little high on the Patriots ride. I think that was another one of the lines where I was like, kind of expected the Bills to be a favorite in that game, even with it being in uh, New England. And I was like, Vegas, Vegas is on to me. So I over, definitely a week of overthinking lines for me this week. That's my excuse and I'm sticking to it. All right, next game we got Rams minus three at the Vikings. I thought the Vikings were going to keep close. They, they did, but not close enough. Rams win 30 to 23. Mike picks the Rams. Pat picks the Vikings. Sadly, Mike, Mike's doing better. What you got on that game? My opinion on the Vikings is they're like a high-powered offense. You run into another high-powered offense or a defense that can stop anything, and you're like you get a you know three stops against the Vikings, you're probably going to beat them. Yeah, uh, the only thing I had from watching that one was uh, so there was a play where like Cooper Cup looked. It looked to me like he clearly fumbled it, but maybe I just wanted. Um, my cover, I wanted to, to the Rams to win just so I could say I was right. But anyways, yeah, leading to a TD drive. And then, yeah, Vikings didn't take, take advantage of some of the opportunities they were given. So that's, that's where I'll go. All right. Then we got Ravens at Bengals. Bengals were minus two and a half. Bengals win, and we were both winners in that game. Uh, Joe Burrow absolutely went off. My fantasy team would have made the playoffs. Some would have been very mad about the team I had on the field this week. My best week comes when it doesn't even doesn't even matter. But so this this is your COVID theory here. So are the Ravens? No, Jackson's not out for COVID. Are either of their quarterbacks out for COVID? I don't even think they were. I think I looked at. At that, and they both were just hurt. I'm not sure. I think Jackson's hurt. Yeah, it, his was his ankle thing. Um, I, I don't know about um, uh, our – yeah, no, and not Huntley. Yeah, what, Huntley's the Ravens guy. Yeah, Huntley, okay. Yeah, I don't he know. He played, though, right? No, it was Josh Johnson. Was <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, so, so I think, I mean – the Ravens having a third-string quarterback. The Bengals have weapons, and when they click, they'll go off for 41. But, yeah, I heard someone I think say, they went off big time on them 
last time too. Yeah, I've heard someone say that uh, the Ravens have damn near the worst pass defense in the league. So that I mean, they kind of proved it there because yeah, there was guys who just run wide open. Like I think T. Higgins went for like. 195 and Jamar Chase went for over 100 as well. Like, but yeah, I guess I don't know. You think he shut down one of those guys? Um, because the Ravens at least they doubled Adams last week, and I know Adams still ended up getting a touchdown, but I don't think he had many yards to go with it. We had to find a different way. Right, D- different receivers to beat them, but but yeah, Bengals whoop some ass. You got anything? No. So, if you're not playing at full strength, it's going to be tough to beat a team like the Bengals. Yeah, yeah, third string quarterback. So we'll we'll see how good the Bengals actually are. But my AFC North pick. Uh, to or my pick to win the AFC North is in first place. And I thought that was my worst pick, but it turns out that me picking Carolina to make the playoffs was was my worst pick after seeing Cam play one game, one game back. I was like, oh, yeah, they're going to recreate that thing. Um, all right, next game, Bears at Seahawks. Seahawks were minus seven. We both picked the Seahawks, and the Bears win 25 to 24. We are both losers. Um, Nick Foles comes in. I guess that's good for a win. So if we could have saw that one coming, maybe we would have changed our minds. <laughs> so how so Dalton's heard or something like that, right? Yeah, I, I don't know exactly what the what's going on in the Bears. There were so many just random, like so I've kind of been having to tune into games the next day. And just watch. And I did, I did get the chance to go through all the games and watch, watch most of them. I was just surprised by quarterbacks were in, but I, I didn't take the time to look up exactly why third yeah. quarterbacks were in. So I I did look at the the Ravens one. And yeah, Jackson's heard it wasn't COVID, but I think there might be some COVID going on with Bears, but don't quote me on it. Yeah. I, that game stuns me. I cannot believe the Bears are beating the Seahawks. I get that the Seahawks aren't that good this year, but or they're not playing to their potential, maybe. Um, it's old Big Dick Nick coming in. Big fourth quarter comeback. I think they had a 10-point lead going into the fourth quarter and, and swung that big old, big old thing out there and came back and one one for the Bears. But yeah, yeah, that one kind of blew my mind too. And next we have Broncos at the Raiders. And the Raiders were minus one. Raiders win 17 to 13. Pat wins. Mike loses. That's about the only time you'll hear. Oh no, I gotta I had a win on a stretch on you. But anyways, that was the most average game I've ever seen play. Um, Hunter Renfro had a sweet catch. And that's that was about the highlight package of the game for you. Yeah, Renfro's been very, very good. Um, who is it? Waller's out. Yeah. Bridgewater got hurt in that game, right? Yeah, there was 
yeah, there was a lock, a lock in there. Wait, no, it's not. Yeah, lock. Yeah, Drew Lock. Yeah. I was, when I hear lock, lock, yeah, whatever, lock, Drew Lock was in there. But yeah, that was a very boring game. So I'm sorry if you watched that one because I did. It was it was not not too impressive. All right, next game we had Steelers at the Chiefs. Chiefs were minus ten. I picked the Chiefs to win. Might pick the Steelers to win. Chiefs win thirty six to ten. I win. Mike loses. Um, Chiefs are real. You believe it yet? To some extent, I believe it. It's it's um, going to be the Packers and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I. <laughs> So I have a hard time believing the Chiefs beat good teams. They beat a lot of bad teams. I think the Steelers fall into that same realm. Um, They're not beating a lot of teams that are going to make the playoffs. So they beat the Packers and the Cowboys. I think are the only two. The Packers didn't have Aaron Rodgers. That kind of changes the team. Yeah, no, I wouldn't even give them that one. But... Let's beating the Cowboys, maybe that's substantial enough. I think that is. I think that's very substantial. Let me get to this for you. Browns, they beat. Actually, yeah, we're not going to run through this whole thing. But they, they beat the Eagles. No, we can. We got time. Unless right. you don't have time. No, I'm just – so Eagles, I think, is an all right win. Football team, whatever. Giants, whatever. Packers without Rodgers, whatever. Beat the living shit out of the Raiders. So, yeah, like you can only do so much, though. It's not like they get to play a playoff team every every week. But if you're beating a team like the Raiders 41 to 14, I think that's a pretty good sign. You shut the Cowboys down. I can't remember what was going on that week, but they beat the Cowboys 19 to 9, beat the Broncos 22 to 9, beat the Raiders again 48 to 9. They're good, dude. You just got to accept. They beat the Chargers, which I know we both said looked like Chargers probably should have won that game. And then they come on and beat the Steelers. They're, they're good. You're wrong. I'm right. Okay. <laughs> uh, so my, my belief is that the Titans and the Colts are the best two teams in the AFC. And if the Titans get Henry back – that's like a for sure thing. Okay, you think they're they're running to they're running? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it depends so, how he comes back. Like a fully healthy one, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think they got a shot, but I still think the Chiefs are the best team. Like, and their defense is even good. That's yeah. That's what I would say with them is. Quite possibly still the most explosive offense um, with a good defense. So, yeah, there's a good possibility that they are, right? They're one of them. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got our our next game. Uh, One of the explosive offenses were in this. So, we have the football team at the Cowboys. Cowboys were minus 10 and a half. We both picked the football team, which and we were very like certain when we picked it. We're like, no, a divisional game. This one's gonna be too close. Anyways, the Cowboys win 56-14. Wasn't the line on it like 10 though? It was 10 and a half. So yeah. I mean, 
yeah, uh, Diggs had another interception. Yeah, I'm back on the Cowboys train. I think they're a good team. That that's going to be a scary team to run into in the playoffs. Uh, their defense so, is very opportunistic. I know we said that probably three weeks in a row, and they got a good offense. So. I think that when when you see Diggs stop getting targeted, that's when it like will know he's a really really good quarterback. Yeah, but they like. The fact that he has 11 picks, guys like uh, Revis and uh, Sherman, they never got 11 picks because they wouldn't throw at him. Yeah. They wouldn't yeah. risk throwing at those two guys because they knew it was a defended pass or a pick. Yeah. I want to say that one year they threw like three passes the whole game towards Sherman. And he had like two picks when they played the Packers. It was like something silly. Yeah. And that, that's one of the aspects of the game. I hope we get a defensive back on one day to just kind of explain to me. Cause like it seems like when there's a guy that's good, like everyone comes out with like knocks on them. Like there was Revis Island. I don't remember the knock on Revis Island, but definitely with Sherman, it was like, oh, you played the zone. You play zone one side of the field. You don't move with the receivers. Yeah, there was something, but whatever. I mean, he was to me, he was amazing. But well. so, I mean, he played in the he. He just he was out this year. No, he played for the Bucks this year before he got hurt. Right? He stopped me. I think the Bucks signed him early this year, and then he got hurt right away. Okay, I'll take your word for it. It doesn't matter. He's been in the league forever. And even when he was playing with, like, the Niners in the last few years, he's been really good. Yeah. Maybe not what he was for Seattle, but very good. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I I, I think there's something to it. Like, if you're getting 11 picks in a year and you're not in the safety position, there's still – testing you but i i don't yeah. think I, no. I don't think i would test that to some extent that's probably because he's a rookie yeah true yeah. he's a young guy so they're going to take more risks at him it's got to be part of it yeah i mean maybe you're but first, by this point maybe your first, first five six. right yeah your first five or six like all right he's actually pretty good you know, he can cover those guys, but they must see guys being open and that he just, like, being a former wide receiver in college, he must really understand how to, like, undercut a route yeah. better than almost anybody. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing something right. All right, next game we got, we got Dolphins at the Saints. Saints were minus three, and Dolphins just whooped a living shit out of Saints. Dolphins win 20 to three. We both were on that game, which kind of surprised me. Ian Book was the quarterback for the Saints, so that definitely has something to do with it. And the Dolphins are a playoff team right now. As as we speak, I think they got the last spot in the AFC. They're seven and seven. I don't think so. I think it's eight and seven. 
Okay. Yeah, after this one. So they won seven games in a row or something. But but that's all I got for that one. Um, tough to win. I, I don't know. They beat the Bucks, But, yeah, Ian Book didn't look good. So, Right. It's tough. You're up. That's what, a fourth-string guy? I don't know, Mike. <laughs> so, so you have Jameis, you have Simeon, you have uh, Hill. Yeah. That's got to be your fourth-string guy. Yeah. And that guy probably doesn't even – is that even a practice squad guy? I don't even know. I think like he was. Jameis is there. Is he on their practice squad even? I don't know about that question, but I think right. they called him up from the practice yeah. squad. So probably as soon as Jameis got hurt, Simeon and Hill are your guys, and then uh, he's on the practice squad. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Dolphins win 20-3. to three. They're a playoff team as we speak. We'll see how that goes for them. And then finally, we're going to put the, the Wisconsin minute into all the Packers games. So we had the Browns at the Packers. Packers were minus eight. Packers win 24 to 22. Uh, Chubb was killing us. Baker was saving us. Our defense has sticky fingers. And Savage with a pick. Sullivan with a pick. Russell Douglas with two picks. Um, I don't know how you can't say that Adams isn't the best receiver in the league. Rodgers is for sure my the MVP. I don't even think my MVP, but I still don't understand with a plus four margin in the turnover department how you only win that game 24 to 22. Sadly enough, they look a lot like the McCarthy Packers. Yeah, kind of sit on the that they get, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's just tough to like look at the box score of that game and be like plus four in the turnover department played really well. Um, not gonna lie, I was pretty pretty in the bag when this game was going on. Um, that was on like Christmas. So was I. And so was I. <laughs> yeah, but but like how how. The scoring recap. So we we got up pretty early, and it was just kind of a, a comeback. Well, so they got it six nothing. Yeah, six zero. They missed the extra point, and then we end up being up a couple of scores. And yeah, six nothing. Then we we score fourteen unanswered. That they get it back to within. So I think. Yeah, they missed the missed the two point conversion, so we're winning fourteen to fourteen to twelve, and then we put another touchdown on them, up 21-12, kick a field goal. Yeah, so I mean, to me, it felt same with the Ravens game that the Packers had it in hand uh, the whole time, but it's just weird that those scores are so close. But whatever, they're winning those games, and I think they're playing well. Like, their defense looks good. Their offense looks good. I just don't get why the scores are so close. So so I'm hoping they put the pedal down on the Vikings this week and do the same thing to the Lions and 
just make me feel better, make me feel like a muffed punt isn't going to decide a game for form in the playoffs. Are they going to let them field punts in the playoffs? Are they going to let them be bad? They should. Because I remember people were like, uh, so Mario Rogers back there muffing like everything, just trying to catch catch every ball with his face mask, trying to eat them. And then they're like, oh, put uh, put Cobb back there. At least he's sure him. And then he comes in and muffs one. So, I mean, I don't even know what you do. I don't know. Like, that, that part can't be that much coaching. I, I know I couldn't catch a punt, so I can't say much when it comes to that. But, like, they, yeah, you just need someone out back there catching punt. And I do think we need to account for in the playoffs, like, the, the, something like that's going to happen, you know. And you can't be playing in a two a one-point game, a two-point game when it does. So, so I'm, I'm just hoping they don't sit on leads like that keep the pedal to the floor. And I think they had two, two games, like with the Vikings, I think it's going to be a good game. And then Detroit is a team. They should just come out and just absolutely destroy unless they have the playoffs, if they, unless they have the one seed in the bag. But that would make me feel a lot better if they just – So I think a win – Now, so I'm going to ask you to look some of this stuff up. I think a win today, maybe I can, um, a win this week will lock in the one seed, right? I, I don't know about or does Dallas have our tiebreaker? Ah, uh, yeah, dude. I don't know. That That's not a quick lookup for, <laughs> for me at this moment. Okay. Oh. All right. Um, I'll kind of work on it, then I can bring it back around. Um, yeah. I'm not worried about the the Packers. I think they're they should have the ability to put up points on Minnesota. The worry I have is that Minnesota puts up points on us too. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I, I think these the next game here against the Vikings is gonna at least I think the Packers are going to the Super Bowl no matter what. This next game is gonna let me know how uh, much anxiety I'm going to have on the ride to the playoffs. All right. And that will wrap up the Packers minute. And now we're going to PJs, BJs of the week, where I toss out the BJs for the players I think did the best job this week. So, so my offensive BJ goes to Joe Burrow, putting up some numbers. Defensive BJ is a little uh, biased, but I'm giving it to Russell Douglas just because I love him. And and my special BJ, special teams BJ of the week goes out to Your Braxton. special BJ, huh? Yep, special BJ of the week goes out to Braxton Berrios um, with the Jets there. And those right. are those are your BJs for the week. Best job. We we're gonna need some. That's another thing. Uh, New Year's resolution. Some some like radio edit. Best job. 
helps. Something like that. You need like a button that says it for you, right? Yeah, yeah. So we'll get on those. That might be like real high tech, uh, like audio. <laughs> I'm not sure how that stuff works. No, watch. I'm going to hit it right now. That's the best job. <laughs> Got it. So we're good. You're going to have more than that, more of that for you. Uh, all right, let's roll into the picks. And then we got the Rumpel Fantasy 8 to wrap it up. But I am not making my picks beforehand ever again. I started picking a couple games beforehand. And I was like, nope. The last week was the only week I went into prepared beforehand. And it was my worst week yet. So I'm picking them off the top of my head with you. Barring one game. So, so we will lead off with the Dolphins at the Titans. Titans are minus three and a half. What do you got? I got the Titans. All right, Michael's Titans. Loves like I Titans. said, I think I think the Titans are one of the better teams in the league. All right, I'm going to take the Dolphins plus three and a half at Tennessee. Um, I'm going to not stamp it as my double dog. I just think the Dolphins are going to keep it close. All right, so next game we have is Falcons at the at the Bills. Bills are minus fourteen and a half. And I'm going to lay the points. So I'm taking the Bills minus 14 and a half against the Falcons. I'm taking the Bills too. All right. I knew um, that was coming. Yeah. Falcons get stomped by teams that are good. They do okay against bad teams. Yeah. All right. Then we have the Raiders at the Colts. Colts are minus seven at home. You. I got the Colts. Colts minus seven. I'm going to go Colts as well. I think I'm going to be laying a lot of points. From what I've seen looking at this, I didn't pick them yet, but I was like, ah, I think I'm laying a lot of points. So we went Colts, Colts on that. So next game we have Jags at the Patriots, and the Patriots are minus 15 and a half, and I'm going to take them. I got to take the Pats too. Yeah. Fucking kills me. Yep, yep, yep. All right, next game, Bucks minus 13 at the Jets. You. Uh, I got the Bucks. Minus 13. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they're looking for a lot of blowouts in Vegas this week. I'm going Bucks as yeah. well. Um, next game, I'll lead off Rams minus three and a half at the Ravens. And I'm going to take the favorite again. I'm going Rams minus three and a half at the Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens. This is a noon game for the Rams uh, on the East Coast. Don't like it. All right. I'm, I'm really I'm, hoping Jackson will be back. I'm putting two question marks next to that one just so I remember that tidbit that you just gave me. Okay. This line should be out now. I didn't have it. When I picked up the lines yesterday, uh, Eagles at the football team. I don't have the line. Do you have the line? I got plus four. Uh, let me see this. So Eagles are minus four. Our football team is uh, plus four. Sorry. Okay. Gotcha. So Eagles minus four at the football team. Who you got? I assume I got 
I got the football team. All right. So you're taking the football team. I'll zag on this one. I'm going to go Eagles. All right. Next game, Giants at the Bears. Bears are minus six at home. I just don't see it. I think it's my bias. I mean, I'm going to take the Giants there. But that is definitely a line I look at, and I'm like, okay, someone's trying to trick me. But not letting it work this week. Not. I'm taking the Bears. Okay. So you're falling. No, see, I think think I'm the one falling. Whatever. I'm not going to get into how I just pick off what the line is. So anyways, Chiefs minus five at the Bengals. Who you got? I got the Chiefs. I have the Chiefs as well. Chiefs to prove me wrong this week to uh, come in and stop a really good team. Yeah. Very good go. team. I shouldn't say really good. They're good. All right. So Broncos at Chargers. Chargers are minus six, and I'm going to take the Chargers. I got the Broncos plus six. Broncos plus six. All right. So next game, Mike's leading off. Texans at 49ers. 49ers are minus 15. I'm taking the Niners. I am too. I feel so like. So I believe that that line might have moved already a point and a half. To uh, 13 and a half? No. So you had it at 15. I see yeah. it at 13 and a half. Okay. We'll, we'll then, keep it. We'll keep it. I was writing them down last night. Yeah, I I was as well. So oh, we're gonna okay. keep we're gonna keep it at fifteen. Um, all right, next game: Cardinals at the Cowboys. Cowboys are minus five and a half. I doubted them last week. I'm gonna not doubt them again. Cowboys. I'm taking the Cowboys minus five and a half. I think I'm taking like every favorite. No, nope, I got one dog. Cardinals, you double Card- dog. Oh, Cardinals and the double dog. I didn't even think of double dog. Ooh, put the two big D's next to the Cardinals right there. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back and swoop in my double dog. But all right, next game: yep. Lions at Seahawks minus six and a half. Who you got, Mike? I got the Lions six and a half. Lions plus six and a half. Yeah. I'll go Seahawks minus six and a half. Um, Panthers at the Saints. Saints are minus seven and a half. And I am I'm not sure what's what's going on in that game. So I don't know who they're gonna have for a quarterback. Um probably should have more information before I pick this one, but I am going to pick the Panthers. You know, put my dog in there. Plus seven and a half. I got the Saints. Saints minus seven. All right. Browns minus three at the Steelers. I got the Steelers plus three. Or three right. and a half, I guess you have it. Plus it's three. Better for me. No, no, it's three. Browns okay. minus three at the Steelers. I'm going Steelers, and that's my double dog. Threw it there in there. Go. Got it. All right, last but not least, Vikings at the Packers, minus six and a half. And this is the easiest decision I've made all day. 
Packers. I'll take the Packers. This line's fucking us on the Packers, though. <laughs> no, I think they're going to put the – they're going to make me feel better about the playoffs. I'll lead into the Rumple Fantasy 8. Let them rip, Mike. All right, so this week we're going on a uh, tear of the Packers. I'm just going to basically be taking a bunch of them. We got Aaron Rodgers. Devontae Good pick. Adams. Good pick. Double points. Double points Aaron, there. Aaron Jones. Triple points. Dang, triple uh, points this week. Uh, I'm going to take Antonio Brown. It's my other wide receiver. I'm going to take Nick Chubb as my other running back. I'm going to take Gronkowski as my tight end. I'm going to take the Saints defense. And then I'm going to take Mason Crosby. Quadruple points. Damn. That's the best team I've seen you put out all, all year long since we've been doing that. If you beat Mike on this one, he will buy you breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Wait, no. Yeah, no. He will buy you breakfast at OPS. We will say that. If you get a perfect team, uh, I think Mike's team is going to be perfect this week. Um, so you can't just copy it. But if you get a perfect team and you zag on him, he will buy you breakfast, lunch, and dinner at Hardy's in Oakdale. So he'll meet you there for him, too. <laughs> not doing that. I got to start saying <laughs> that I'm not going to do it. Otherwise, people will be like, this is a deal. Contract, <laughs> verbal contract. It is. You will actually meet if they get a perfect team. You will. You'll buy them a breakfast at Hardee's in Oakdale. I got no problem buying a breakfast. I got a real <laughs> problem with what has been what we were pitching for a long time. <laughs> no, it's just breakfast. <laughs> it's breakfast just... in the hand. I mean, what's the big deal? It is a yeah. big fucking deal. No, dude. It, a perfect team. You want. You want that. I kind of like. I would like to see somebody put out a perfect week. That would be that'd be pretty cool to see. But all right, and that will wrap up this week's episode of Banging on the Drum. We appreciate all of you guys that stick around and listen to this whole thing. The support we've gotten so far has been great, and thank you, thank you. We we hope to keep getting better. Yeah, thank you guys. Um, we appreciate all the guys that are out here listening every week. Um, if you're hate listening, like I said last week, re-download it. Eventually, you'll start to like us, or you'll really start to hate us, and you can just keep listening. That's perfect for us. Yep, and we're trying. We're trying to have big things on the horizons. Next week, we got a couple surprises for you. Next for the show, uh, we're going to have an interview, and then we might. We might have a new stat guy on our hands. So I think that's going to improve the show substantially. Um, we're looking forward to our, our new employee coming on. Yeah, that's what I got for you. Thank you so much for listening. And all you suckers that doubted the Packers can eat my shorts. All them suckers that doubted the Packers can Eat my shorts. All them suckers that doubted the Packers can eat my shorts. <laughs>
beat them. All them suckers that doubted the Packers can't eat my shows. Eat my shows.